Welcome to the Essential Scares Podcast, the only show that dares to ask the question, is it essential? I am your host, Corbin. With me today, as always, is Alan. Uh, apparently, I want to just punch my mic in its face today. So here we are. And Bobby. Alan's goat mic has been haunted by the Amazon Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gate to hell slowly opening on my mic front. Uh, yeah, I just, on your on your pop filter. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just I'm being assaulted with hell spawn right now. It's very brutal. I don't know what oh I'm gonna do God. to get through this episode. But here well, right. I, I I have faith that you'll make it through the episode. <laughs> oh boy! Well, we have got an amazing show for you today. We are finishing off our look at the two Hell House sequels and completing the trilogy with Hell House LLC three. The Lake of Fire. But first, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning for Hell House LLC 3, The Lake of Fire. If you do not want Hell House LLC 3, The Lake of Fire spoiled for you, please skip the time code provided in our show notes or description for our essential spoiler-free discussion. <clears throat> Hell House LLC 3 proves once again that the hell house llc format is still scary despite overly clubbed over your head christ metaphors alan you know you know bobby on that note you know i i brought some wine today you know i wanted to start drinking wine in the the podcast and and maybe maybe if you all could just look to your left for me real quick You'll see that bread that just appeared there. That's the body of Christ. Fun fact. Um, you mean the body of Wynn? Yes. Um, so, X amount of years. I don't remember exactly how many years afterwards. Nine. The events. Nine years after. There's a lot of time gaps for a movie that came out bang, bang, bang. Which is just kind of funny. Um, we have yet another uh, group trying to turn the Abaddon Hotel into an attraction of some kind. But things seem to be going fine this time. Oh my gosh. You know, there's a buddy system. There's, you know, people are doing this whole play and this dramatization within the hotel. Lo and behold, things start to go to literal hell because of course it does. This is Hell House. No one, you knew the people who weren't going to make it out alive that wouldn't make it out alive until they did. And it, it finds a way again to repeat the formula. Like Bobby said, if you've seen the other two films, you've seen this film just with a different shade of paint over the top of it. And a little more, I like imagery. I, so I, I didn't it. like it. Yeah. So I, I was going to say like, I don't, yeah, it was similar to the other movies, but it didn't impede my enjoyment I, uh, at all. <laughs> Actually, wait, can I can I say this before we yeah. get into the they they my one major criticism is that they were overly over the top with it and this time they were on the 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 characters were understated and all likable even the like yes. every, you got everybody's oh my motive God. and it all felt good. Yeah. Like I was like, oh yeah, I like everybody. I like uh the 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 director. Uh, what was his name? Um, uh, uh, uh It was Win. No, Media. not Win. No, the oh. COO. Uh, oh, Justin uh, or whatever. Not, not, no, was. not Jeff. Not Jeff. The other uh, one, Harvey. Um, the the Harvey. Harvey, Harvey yes. was great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Harvey a lot. He was very fun. Fuck, <clears throat> I'm dying. Stop. Um, big fan. Big fan of Harvey. Um, big fan, just like all the characters. Big fan of the guy who was uh, Max. I think yep. Mephistopheles, yeah, mm -hmm. big fan of that. Like, 
the characters in this movie were great, which is like the big issue with the Abaddon Hotel. Um, could it could have been a little less heavy handed with the Christ metaphors because like they it was very clear that they were trying to make it like Russell's this big evil, but it's like no, he's not. Like he's so <laughs> not. And then yeah. they like, but like, it was really good. I liked I, it a lot. I'm I'm okay with the heavy handedness because that is. This whole franchise is, is pretty heavy-handed, you know? I'm, yeah, uh, for sure. So it doesn't... It's not out of character for this one to decide, like, oh, we'll spend most of the movie focusing on this heavy-handed good metaphor instead of this heavy-handed hell metaphor. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, whatever. Um, yeah. And as, I, we, as, as you know from our this podcast, we are three good Catholic boys. <laughs> that's right, yeah. See our Midnight Mass um, episode. I'll say that what I really loved about this one uh, is that they went back to the formula of the first movie. That's exactly and had an attraction say. in the hotel. Like they they built up all the scares like in a normal movie. Like they had the attraction in the hotel. Like everything that worked from the first one, including having like a solid character base, having a scare set up a certain way. Like they this movie had all of those things, just like a a little bit different, a little bit new, which was really cool. Like a lot of things that were missing i think from the second one the wanna... most unbelievable thing about yeah. this movie is the fact that there could be a top 100 most richest man in the world who's focused on live theater that's <laughs> <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> that, that was completely unbelievable that was bobby's rips him out of the moment moment right i was there. like yeah that, that yeah, was my a long time moment. since we had one of those yeah it yeah, has yeah, been yeah. That, was, that was my it was like no he's not if he's fo- <laughs> win media group unless he owns every playhouse on broadway which he doesn't like there's just no way he's the one of the richest and even then even then there's no way like they are on a razor thin margin those broadway theater companies (laughs) yeah yeah top ten thousand richest people maybe (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, maybe maybe (laughs) he's a he's a millionaire i'll give him that he's like he's like he's at like he's got a vineyard that's a big capital expense right there he's he's another money hole exactly (laughs) he's not he's at like a hasanabi level of like millionaire like the socialist millionaire that that's where his ass is at he is he is not mr beast's level of even rich when the other thing you mentioned to corbin that this kind of went back to more of the formula of the first where you have like a real found footage film here for sure you have a, a distinct build up into and crescendo that is very distinct here and the one scene i specifically want to call out that did it so well is every found footage has a great fake out that makes you scared makes you think something bad is going to happen and it doesn't but then you come and find out that there was a bad thing you just didn't see it in the background so the moment i'm talking about is where um our reporter sarah and her camera guy uh he's like hey i gotta go vanessa i thought her name was sarah I'm it's looking Vanessa. at the cast list Vanessa, right now. my bad. Vanessa yeah. and her camera guy are like, he's like, I gotta go outside and we'll leave you in here alone. And nothing happens. It's scary. Makes you think something's gonna happen, but nothing happens. And what I love about that is they go back and he's like, hey, I think I captured something on the on my camera. And it's like, oh my God, there was something that, like, it's, it understands. You're, you're confusing two scenes, scare factor. but yes. Am I? Yeah, cause, yeah, cause yeah, that's the because... scene where they see Jessica from the second movie. Yeah. Yeah, the scene where she he walks out, she goes through heaven and then sees oh. Jessica. 
Yeah, the first scene is like he puts the camera down to yes, like adjust that's what something, I'm and, and, and I think it's Molly in the background. Mm. Uh, yeah, because like that's that's again really cool moment actually. Just to, just to like jump off that, oh. everybody who died in this movie in the past two movies reprises their roles as like background ghosts. I loved that. Like, like what a great yeah, way yeah. to expand like the opportunity the for scares. Yeah. One of the scariest moments in that entire movie is when she like lifts the ca- the girl. What's her face? Uh, the girl with the curly hair. Um, the actress, where she lifts the camera up and everybody's just behind yes. her and like it's just it's it's so like if you weren't if you don't even like it's so hard not to pay attention to it because it's just so out there. But like Max is there, Alex is there. No, not Max. Uh, uh, Paul. That's like a mustache from the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. They're all just there in the back, and it's just like, oh no, this. Well, is and, bad. and this like is bad, even bad, leading, bad, bad, bad. Well, but they they earn that too because leading up to it, you see them following her, like yeah. you see ghosts, like you see, like you know that she's being followed by the originals, and mm-hmm. then they're all there. Like it's so like, yeah, oh, so incredibly creepy. And then of course the clown, the clown. Uh, I, My I love the God, using. I love that they used the clown almost more as like a fake out this time. Cause like now it's like the third movie and you really expect the clown to be like really scary. And so he just gets like one good scare, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the basement. And ev- any other time he's around, he's like, he's just, you know, he's, he's just, you know that he could do things. Uh, but unlike the second movie or the first movie, even like he's never uh, physical, he's never like the main scare. And I like that, like, he is scarier just for being there for this being the third movie, which is a great yeah. utilization of him, I think. Again, this movie knows at this point that, like, if you haven't seen the first two movies, you're not watching this. So, like, they're, they they go even more full hog on it. Oh, yeah. And I'll say this. Actually, I said I, can't, I don't think that this movie would be better as an ex machina. Uh, I said that at the end of my – I stand by that. Uh, number two, it, it was kind of at, at this point – a lovely waste of time uh, because this movie <laughs> could have gotta go direct- from like one to three. Yeah. <laughs> easily. Yeah. And the only thing that you miss is some of the corpse people like, like, and, yeah, and you could like- easily just, you can rationalize that with, Oh, they're just other dead people that were spliced yeah, through. I mean, they, they show about as much of the second movies cast as they do need. flashbacks of from the second movie that were like the other vignettes. Yeah. Like that has like mm-hmm. just as much airtime. So like the whole second movie is just treated as like another thing that happened. Like it does yeah. it's like doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Um it's really good though. Like yeah. it, it, but I would say that like this movie is better. This movie is a is a like return to form almost. Like it's I, not I, it's not I, I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one. Obviously, we're going to get our scores right. But I would say that, like, it's damn near close. Right. And mm-hmm. and it it, it it puts a nice button at the end, like and then it doesn't. Right. Because that last scene is just so fucking pointless. But like everything up to it is just really good. It's like because it's like, OK, cool. Little fun, happy ending. It's like, nope, got to be sad still like. <laughs> <laughs> uh but it's real fuck it's fucking good this movie's really yeah. good like yeah it is i i have a question for you guys yeah okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna slightly poison the well here okay, okay. just yeah. a little just a, a small poisoning okay poison okay. that well. Poison i i do well. have a, a small poison point to make as well okay so um yeah this I'll my poison the shit out as well 
the second degree I got, I had to fill my credit hours because that's how getting a second bachelor's degree works. You know, I only had to do a very small amount of credit hours to get my, my actual degree because of, it doesn't matter. I filled it with a bunch of bullshit classes, one of those being stage makeup. Because why not? I needed three credit hours. It seemed like a fun idea. Uh, one of those things we did was make scars. Russell's scar was very bad. It yeah. was so radically like like yeah. It, yeah. it was bad. And it's one of those things where I I'm frustrated because it's like this is genuinely like one of the most basic type of prosthetics that any like stage makeup well, worth their people... their snuff should be, should be able to do that like effectively. Uh, and I've, it just was and, not there. <laughs> and I've done stage work where I've had to use prosthetic scars, right? Like not that not anything good, but like, yeah. And typically you use spirit gum and you raise, right? Exactly. Yeah. And for some Sculpted reason, around like, your natural face, they're like, let's just draw a line. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you could, <laughs> you could see like, it was too, you could see they had too much on his face. Cause you could yeah, literally yeah. It was see like, like big, where like, it, it was yeah, like connects. rounded. Like, yeah. 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 No, it just, sure. it was just a very bad prosthetic. And I, and it was sometimes it was Inside okay, baseball. other times it was very bad. And it well, it and just, it changed it so throughout weird. the movie. Exactly. It, it was not like it was not a consistent pro like if like and you know, this movie obviously I would imagine this movie does not have a lot of a budget, and most of the budget went into casting the actors and paying the actors, which is probably why they got so many of the original actors to come back. They're like, hey, we'll give you money for it, which is worth it in the end. But like and yeah, it's 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 like minor gripes. And the fact that they go back to low budget on on hell too, good, good. I'm 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 so much happier for that because like the the blowing op open of the of the wall into fell, I know not it worth it. Wasn't worth out, it, but yeah, maybe <laughs> was not worth my skin. It. Yeah, <laughs> but like every all like everything about this being so much more like attempting to be lo-fi with weird hi-fi moments on like the gore bits like where yeah. like the girl gets pulled back and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> it's like okay that's like they're definitely using an hd camera there for some reason mm -hmm. but like th there's a lot of cool wow. moments i mean they there. have hd cameras it was 2018 um, yeah that's fair <laughs> i will say that i will say this however um yeah. they claim every you see everybody die every character dying like all the main characters dying on like trying to leave. Mm -hmm. uh, I did not notice most of them dying. Like it was it because like he was so chaotic. Yeah, I think like, they were. It was just like <clears throat> it in was, the. It was yeah. I think there's. I think I think they're on screen. You can see them dying, but like oh, so like again. Obviously, this is a spoiler cast, so you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, uh, Russell Wynn, who is our um, our Christ-like character, is actually summoning um, uh, Andrew Tully to try to close the door permanently, and he does this by doing another event to probably to to summon to like to basically recapture the the incident from Hell House. Doing this, he essentially brings out a bunch of demons and cultists to kill everybody in Hell House. Um, this is the big scene. And so that's what we're talking about right now. Uh, it, and everybody apparently dies in, in gruesome fashion, even though I don't see half the people dying. Very cool scene. Very mm -hmm. like, like just it's, it, it's a, it's, it, I think actually more effective than the original Hell House's chaos. 
Um, I think I agree. Like, they, it, they they learned a few like <clears throat> tricks yeah. along the way, you know, to make like yeah. a little like a better version of the first movie's like finale, right? Um, yeah. Like I think the great example of that is when they they finally utilize the lazy Susan and they have the camera oh, on it's it, so just good. like rotating like six times, and like what a great way to kind of show the chaos without but while still doing the found footage, like you don't see everything like cutting away very naturally and like letting mm-hmm. like, another scene happen. So um, smart. It took me a minute to really, recognize really what was well happening. I did too. At first to... I was like, what exactly is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, for like a split second, I started to get a little dizzy and I was like, yeah. I'm on a late, like I had to go. I'm on yeah. a lazy Susan. Okay. Okay. I'm good now. Um, I thought at first bit... they were going to utilize the lazy Susan for like the sound that it made because like the yeah. first thing that they they mentioned the sound of it and I was like oh that'll be like a creepy sound later on it, it wasn't but... <laughs> I really loved how when Tully shows up during the production of Insomnia Gregory just rolls with it you know he yes. just he just <laughs> he's like okay there's someone else here I've I've been doing theater my whole life I'm just going to go actor. yeah Constantly I've done Shakespeare in oh my park. god the, the <laughs> best line. <laughs> And Amy Mills. <laughs> you were tree Amy three. You're, you're tree number three. <laughs> there were two better than you. What a line! Oh my god. No, uh, but I will say, so I will good. say, Andrew Tully's been a wet fart through most of this series. But him, his introduction here's like, that's not how he does it. Yeah. It's just like, what do you mean? It's yeah. not how he does it. He doesn't make bargainings for souls. It's just like. Oh no! Like, because you know some shit's about to go down. But like, and then his hands like... are in his his skull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, it... Um. So, uh, just to bring it back down a little bit, what I'll say, my one, my one poison piece of poison for the well here. Uh, right before the movie proper starts, they uh. There's a there's text on the screen and it says uh, the 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 morning mystery uh, tapes or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that set me up for the wrong expectation for a long time because I, I thought 100 percent agree with you. I was I immediately I was like, oh, my God, what a great way to do this. We're going to see like the same thing happen like three times yep. from like three different like points of view. And at the end of the movie, we're going to put it all together and be like, whoa, that was how it all happened. And then like. It, the movie it was just regular and like i don't know yeah. like it, it kind of bummed me out i felt like i felt like i was teased for for a really cool idea that they didn't it didn't even attempt to, to put well, together and, and they even like set it up when she's like here i want all of you to have a camera like perfect a really here's a really cool here's way the to reason do like why we're gonna have multiple people yeah. showing their oh like like we're doing right now on our screen just have like a triple screen happening at the exactly. same time exactly yeah <laughs> man i thought thought stuff was gonna happen yep yeah so that was that was probably honestly that was probably my my biggest disappointment of the movie was something that is almost outside of the movie it was just like they i thought something was you wanted the movie is kind of different yeah i well i I wouldn't have if they didn't do that (laughs) i never would have thought about that but they put it in my brain and then didn't do anything with it no i get that yeah. I, in, in, in all honesty, that would have been kind of cool. I think that I think ultimately it still works because yeah. again, it, it like obviously right. I, like I will say because we get to have this hour great moments. I will say that like they tried so hard to like get you with the fast one that Russell wins actually the good guy that like they pretended that they weren't 
incredibly heavy-handed with like because like obviously what they were trying to do is they were trying to fake you out that he made like a deal for his soul because he should have died on the right but it's like it's like no they're not like he's got the catholic priest on his side like go talk to the catholic like it's like so clearly like that like he's an angel of the lord or whatever like he's sacrificing himself for all mankind and it's like it's fun but like just just lean in like (laughs) don't 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 try to pretend like and i'm sure it actually got a lot of people who didn't watch these movies back to back to back like because like and, and, and especially people who are not as um who are not three confirmed Catholics. <laughs> like, cause like there, there's like, you know, the temptations of Christ in the, in, in the desert, right? Like Tully is supposed to be wins temptation in the desert or whatever. Like it, 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 it was ultimately a fun moment, but like, also like, there's just no way I'm ever going to buy that. This guy who like seems ultimately nice. And like, like what, like this like there's a question that they're not hoping you ask but like why would he tell vanessa not to come yeah why, why would he tell vanessa yeah. not to come like and so yeah like, like if he was say- trying to do something evil he'd want everybody yeah. there right like yeah <laughs> yeah if he's trying to get his place in hell like yeah like it's just not yeah. so yeah. uh again ultimately good but like also like eh. yeah like it, it it was and then all obviously that last scene was that that like the 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 kind of post credit scene it yeah. felt like it should have been like happening during the credits uh some of it it did kind of and then it it didn't like it was kind of yeah. a weird way to yeah. yeah i my only issue with that last scene is that i wish it ended when you saw um max i think i forget his his name the first guy like they cut they cut back to him like laying on the ground and then he stands up I wish it just like stopped right there. I didn't need to see like everything else. Make get yeah. let it be ambiguous at that point. Yeah. yeah. Just, are they yeah. are are they all back alive <coughs> or are they? But yeah, the fact that they go, nope, you're all in purgatory now. Yeah, like I didn't need that extra. Yeah, it was like that fi- scene was like five minutes long, and it was it was really cool seeing the cast all together again. Like as a fan of the franchise, I liked it, you know. But it felt like yeah. I think for the film, it didn't need to be quite that long. It could have probably just no. been credits and then cut and show just him like come back and then cut back to the credits. And, they and could have done, done, they could have done the mass effect three renegade option where, <laughs> where Shepard yeah, pulls. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Abs- I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause you, cause everybody likes Paul, I think was, is, is the guy. He was the second in command, right? To Alex. No, Paul was, no, Paul no, was that, the guy that, with the, he's the, Paul was the main oh, camera. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, the guy who the the demon girl's behind him, and it's like the scariest part of the first film. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that part is so good. Speaking of scariest parts of films, scariest part of this movie for you guys? Uh, so it it wasn't this. I'll say it wasn't the scariest thing, but the thing that I kept expecting to be the scariest thing was the heaven hallway. <clears throat> Every time they went down that I'm hallway, so I was waiting. I was waiting. I was like, I was like. I was on the edge of my seat. I'm waiting for it to be scary. I'm like, I'm tense. I'm ready for something to happen. And it never, it never did except for that one. I mean, there's a couple of like small things. So it's not like they completely didn't use it. But uh, that for me was like the scariest aesthetic that uh, wasn't necessarily used. Um, 
And it shouldn't have been. That's the freaky part. Because it's the yeah. lightest part of like it the lights are always on in that hallway. Like Yeah. Um but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll think I know I, for, I for an actual, but yeah, no, I th- I think that I think I think that that's actually a good answer to that point because like you're always tense in that hallway despite nothing. Like it's the safest place. Yeah, right. Exactly. Legitimately, nobody like nobody dies. Even the person who who like they show get like the blood splatter at the end. They it gets dragged out of the heaven hallway, which like it kind of implies yeah. that like they're like this is actually a safe zone. If you just hang right. out there, you're good. Like even at, even after the the next time you see the heaven hallway after that part is from somebody's yeah. like POV and the cultist like runs up on him, but the guy had clearly like backed out into like the next yeah. hallway like behind it. It's like okay, it's kind of like a cool way to do that that uh, section, <laughs> but. But but you're still like this is it's freaky. There's just something about it. The stark yeah. white. Yeah, I, I I I agree. For me, it's it's easily Jane's sequence going into the house by herself. That whole the moment she picks up the camera, I this this was me watching the film. Oh no! And I did one <laughs> of these and just got close to the screen, and then my heart rate started going up, and then the ghosts start happening, and then everyone's behind. Like it's just. It was one of those things I knew. I kind I knew it was gonna happen, so it shouldn't have been so scary. But it fucking worked. Like <laughs> they got me, damn it, again. I'm such a sucker for these types of scares. Just I am. They get me hook, line, and sinker every time. For sure, I mean, that's fair. Bobby, then. Um, Sarah. That's that's the that's Alex's girlfriend from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, something about her showing up every movie and doing that like you're gonna fucking torture it like we're like just like like like, <laughs> like every time, so scary every time every time she's like oh yeah don't worry you're never going to leave because you're gonna fucking torture for my it's like god damn it like i don't like that i don't like it a lot i don't like it like last movie where she's like don't worry don't uh oh yeah yeah so and so is here too and he's already dead he's coming with us <laughs> and it's like no yeah. no 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 like there's something about there's something about a voice going several octaves lower saying you're gonna die here let's just look. don't like that don't like that even a little that's, bit that's that's like some built-in genetic nonsense where your brain's like ah this uh, no 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 yeah Th- this real. is not okay i'm not safe i need to not okay. be here so, so here's the thing with that. I, like, and I think, I, like, hearing myself say it, this is like a personal story. So I do, I work as a social worker in my day job. And um, I went to a training on stalking. And I volunteered to use stalker, to have stalkerware used on me at, at part of the training seminar. And so stalkerware is really fucked up and you should never use it. Because if you are, uh, get help, get therapy, please God, get therapy. Uh, so the, the trainer was like, okay, can I see something real quick? And she looked at my thing and she, and she grabbed a random number from my contacts. It was my brother's phone number. And then during the training, randomly, she just called my brother's phone using my brother's phone number. And it was just, it, I picked it up I'm like, Joy, what do you want? And it was just like, Bobby, I still want to be with you. Bobby, I still love you. I still want to rest you, Bobby. I was like, I was like, what the hell is happening? And then she walks in and is like, Bobby, I'm so sorry I scared you. And I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) so I think there's something about that voice changing that just scares the shit out of me. 
going forward now. But like it, it's so effective because like you're just sitting there and they're all just like, oh, who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? And you can kind of because again, we've watched all these movies very recently. It's like, oh, that's Sarah's voice. That's not good. That's really bad. <laughs> That's like, a voice of a dead person. Yeah. Oh, no. she, she's been dead for nine years. So yeah. Uh great. Fantastic. Uh like again, all of yours were really good as well, but like for some that was just and that last sequence was also really, really good. It, yeah. I, I but I don't think it was much as as it, it wasn't as scary as much as it was a payoff, I think. Because, like, you wanted, like, you're like, okay. Like, it was the same thing with, like, I think the, one of the criticisms we had for Hell House 2 was, like, you know, okay, I guess. Right? Like, like this movie clearly has a better budget, but, like, clearly not enough gore. And this movie's like, you sure you want that? <laughs> I, I literally wrote that down, actually. I was like, le- letting the cultists out of hell to kill everyone is great. Makes up for the second movie. <laughs> 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 oh i i also don't think that that section was scary necessarily but i think that it was high tension and it takes it's i think it's hard sometimes to make like a frenetic scene high tension when like in found footage when you're expecting you know the whole movie is supposed to be more of like a slow burn or like a scary it leads up to that yeah and like that's that's one of the things that I always uh, really, really loved about Cloverfield. One of my favorite found footage movies ever. It's like, I think that movie does like so freneticism mm. really, really well in found footage. Um, I think, yeah. and this, this might be a weird thing for me and forgive me on this. Like you're forgiven. We've gone, we've <laughs> gone from a world where like, we've gone from a like serial killer being like the fear everybody has to like the mass killer, the mass shooter. Right. And I think, from the outside looking in, and I say this as an outsider, right? We think the shit just happens so fast, right? But I don't think that's the scary bit. And it's only the scary bit from like the outsider perspective. But like when you're watching a horror movie, you're the insider. Because this movie is meant to be like a mass event, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Jason Voorhees killing eight co-heads over the course of a night is still a mass fucking murder. And But like it takes like the whole time to do that, right? Yeah. I think part of that is that. Right. And like just this really like like it's it, legitimately it's quick. It's like like if you're you can you can deeply consider that this this thing takes place over the course of 90 minutes. And like that's what it's like. And you feel that. Right. Yeah. Or a half an hour, for instance, of the best Friday the 13th movie, obviously Friday the 13th, 2008. Right. There's that 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 that, that, that takes place over the course of a half an hour. That's still really scary. But like it, I think it's difficult to capture those two because it feels slower. But, mm-hmm. like, the freneticness of it being fast feels also, like, almost too fast for you to really get freaked out by it. You're more like, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Like, like there's just, there's a little, like, I don't know. I feel like it, it's not bad, but it's just different. It's like yeah. when the wheels fall off, they really fall off. And yeah. that's kind of, that's the allure, you know? Yeah. You, 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 you know, you kind of made it out. You know, Jason kills eight people in the course of a 90-minute film. Well, 90 people die in about 15 minutes in this film. Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. but you earn that over the time period. So exactly. like, it feels a lot more like you don't have enough time to process what's happening, but I can sit there and watch uh, Jason X and go, you know, f- 50 minutes into the film, still be going, he froze a person's head 
and smashed it into a million pieces. Like, you can just kind of digest <laughs> that. You don't have time to digest that's shit not even, in this that's film. Not a, that's not even the best thing that he I does. I love that, that kill in that film. He, he, he legitimately planet, I know. Yeah, yeah, cool. he legitimately kills, like, they, I think they say, like, 4.5 million people. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Which is always funny when you think about when they do like the kill counts for the classic slashers. Yeah. It's like, dude, like blew up a planet. Like, there's yeah. there's no contest. Yeah. No contest. <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Jason Voorhees. That's his final smash. He's blowing up the whole arena. Jason, Jason Voorhees' money matches the entire slasher genre. God damn it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh god. Money match Jason Voorhees and Smash. You watch it. I oh yeah, absolutely I would. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean who yeah. wouldn't yeah, watch yeah. it? Yeah, I, I can't I can't I, I can't I can't wait for Jason Voorhees v Pinhead at Evo. <laughs> I would. Oh, oh okay. man. Uh, does speaking any, does, of speaking yeah. of Evo. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to rate this bad boy? <laughs> well, how how do we even rate bad boys? It's a great point. How do we rate bad boys? We rate them out of zero to five with half points allowed. Correct. Yes. Um. Fuck it. Yep. I'll go first. Ooh. Um. I said this movie is probably slightly worse than Hell House One, and the more and more I've sat with Hell House One, the more and more I realize it probably I gave it a four and a half out of five. I'm gonna stand by that. Um, and I'm going to give it like a 4.75, four out of five, four and a half out of five. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I say that to say that this movie is also getting a four and a half out of five, but it's getting the four and 4.25 <laughs> on the four, four and a half out of five. Right. That it's a little bit better than a four would right. give it, but, but, but it's the not score so much doesn't, a, the score doesn't reflect that it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're equally, but you can always go back and listen to know exactly how I feel about it. Right. It's really good. I like that a lot. It's a little bit more heavy handed than hell house would be. Right. Um, but I think ultimately it's a really fitting conclusion and it feels like a good ending. Right. And the same way that like, um, return of the Jedi is just like this just feels like okay this is like a good period right yeah it's got a really uh, hell good house end three of yeah hell, hell hell house three feels like a very good just like okay it's done love that I, that's a good that's a good three three period if more movies come out that's fine but i don't need to watch any more of them to get the story of this movie yeah and like that that feels really good to me um so yeah it's 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 a four and a half out of five for me a little bit in the lower half of the four and a half out of five, but still a worthy four and a half out of five. Okay. Me or you? So, you. I'll go. I, uh, go. I uh, you know, I feel very similarly. I mean, I know that there's another movie coming, right? There's a there's a fourth movie coming. Sure. Uh, but it, but it's a prequel. Uh, and I like that I because there's that idea. There's clearly a lot more that we can explore backwards, but I, I like Bobby. Like I like this at the as the end. Like I could probably watch another six Hell House movies that take place before this. At a bare minimum, I need a movie about that carnival. Um, at a bare minimum, but, bare minimum. Yeah, that 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 yeah. that's that's the next one coming. It's got to be right. It's got to be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they hinted at a carnival. They hinted at a yeah. carnival. 
Um, I agree that this one is a little bit worse than uh, Hell House, the first one. I gave the first one a five. I, I think it's just like it's probably as accomplished as a, as a found footage almost, but it's missing a little bit of that homegrown feel, a little bit of that yeah. vibe that really puts. Yeah. And that, I think that that helps a lot for the, for the genre. It's kind of the same reason why, like we haven't talked about them yet, but I really liked the third Blair Witch movie, but it's just not as good as the first one. Cause it's missing a little bit of that edge. Um, and so for me, this one is going to be a four and a half out of five. I gave the second one a four, the first one a five. This one's right in the middle. I think it's better than the la- than the second one. Um, I really, really liked it, but it's kicking not myself. quite a five. I'm kicking myself for not giving the first one a five, to be honest with you. In hindsight, in it's hindsight, funny you I'm kicking myself. The, yeah. the, the, spr- the, the spread is, yeah. <laughs> I will be a men so we've 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 hinted at the illustrious illustrious hundredth episode of the show coming up in a few months we've got we've got a ways to get there still this is episode 83 in a few months yeah we've got like yeah. 20 weeks my guy it's a few months yes yeah, yeah, a few months yeah yeah <laughs> all this is to say um Hell House the fir- the original might end up on my amended list I'm not gonna confirm or deny anything um, with that being said, though, Hell House LLC 3 is uh, a four and a half out of five. It is not better than the first Hell House. It's just not. Hell House, the original, it captures that, like, unprofessional nature that I think the best found, found footage movies know how to synthesize into something that is still very watchable. Um, and, and just puts you so, it puts you so just into the movie. You know, you really feel like you're there. That's kind of the the whole lure of these this type of horror in, in the first place. Um, and this movie just is a bit too, like... It's, like, too buttoned up, you know? It's too clean. It needs a little more grit, dirt, and ums, ah, uh, You know, like, just... We talked about that a little bit in the last, uh, last episode, how improvised um, dialogue helps to bridge that gap a lot. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, ultimately, it's, it's a four and a half. It is... It is a very, very good film. It's still scary. It it amazes me that this th- this idea is so good. They've given us the same movie three times, and we're like, "This is great," and like unironically too. Like we're yeah. not sitting here like having an ironic discussion about how no. like okay, no, it's just good. And they found footage haunted haunted house is just it's just a good time. It just yeah. it's a great formula that I'm okay with them milking, and you know when when the next one comes out. I'll be happy to watch it. It's a Shutter exclusive, so it's going to be one we can easily have access to. So big fans of Shutter here on the show. Absolutely, Shutter, please pay us. Please give us money. I would Shutter, take your please. money. <laughs> I will shill your um, service in a heartbeat. No, yeah, half, we do it for free already. This is like, true. You give us a promo code. I'm pretty sure we can get our fans to make it happen. But that's shilling Shutter isn't the only thing you do. <laughs> We also discuss whether or not a movie is essential to horror as a whole. So this section is completely spoiler free. Um, if you skipped ahead to this part, we all gave Hell House LLC 3, The Lake of Fire, four and a half out of five. Um, the uh, I believe we said yes to the first Hell House. We said no to the second Hell House. Gentlemen, is Hell House Hell is Hell 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 House 3? essential 
Bobby, let's repeat the order. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, this one's a pure gut check. Um, because I feel like I talk myself into saying yes. Um, but the reality is, is no, it's not for me. Um, my, my first thought immediately was like, great movie, really fun, not essential. Like that, like I didn't take notes, but if I were, that would have been my final note. I just like, it's really good. Um, it's a really fun conclusion, but ultimately I struggle to give more than one movie in a series an essential point. Like mm. I just do. And like this one, like even movies I'm biased towards, like I, I, I can't like, they're just like it, it. What does it do? Right. Like besides be really fun and really cool and a good conclusion. We know the sequel is coming already. So like, I can't even be like, look, this is a really good way to end an IP because it's not, it's not the end of the IP. So like yeah. I can't. So it's, uh, nah, it's no, it's a no for me. I like it a lot. You should watch it, but no. Um, yeah, I, so I don't have any reservation with labeling more than one movie in a franchise essential, but I think that for a sequel to be essential, it has to do something monumentally interesting right because you've already you the idea has already been used right it's the sequel <laughs> um and it has to stand up either as like something that is wholly watchable on its own or that is something that uh became essential um maybe despite being a sequel you know something like uh, aliens or t2 or other james cameron movies um <laughs> and I loved this movie. I stand by the score, but no, I don't think it is essential because uh, similar to what I said last week, I mean, I liked it quite a lot, but even if we're just discussing found footage, this one is a great Hell House movie, but isn't one that you could kind of watch like on its own. Like it's definitely the conclusion of a trilogy and I, and I love it for that. Um, and if you're a fan, maybe even if you're a fan that liked the first one, but didn't love the second one, I would say definitely still watch the third one for sure. But, uh on its own i'm gonna say no boys i fully agree with everything that's been said here it just doesn't <laughs> it just it it just doesn't have any bits that i think really make it stand out on its own i mean the running thing i've said in the past two episodes is do you like formulaic movies boy do i got a franchise for you um and i think that's kind of like an inherent flaw in the essentiality post the first one effectively. Now that may not be true for like all films, for example, like there's plenty of films where, you know, it might not be the first one that's essential in that. I mean, you could kind of look at like Friday the 13th as a pretty good example of that. We just did it with ghoulies. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but like my point is, is it's, it's like, can we really say like LL hell house LLC three lake of fire is essential when the first film we all think is better. We all think was interesting, had more, not more scares, but had scares in ways that were much more traditional. Like it, it was much more, you know, a refined found footage film, you know, exactly what you're getting out of it. And this just isn't, it just, I, I don't know that it was ever really in a position to become essential. So no. However, that asks the questions. There is, is one other question. We Exactly. You know where we're going, Bobby. Oh, I, I'm, Alan, please. You're the A of the show, please. 
is Hell House, LLC, the franchise, essential to horror as a whole? Starting with Corbin. Oh, spicy, spicy. Uh, is Hell House LLC, the franchise, essential to horror? Um, I am going to say yes. And I'm going to say yes because not only are all three fran- entries great entries, um, not only are is it a really solid found footage franchise, like th- literally three out of three are good, which is something that most found footage franchises cannot attest to. But also, this is a franchise that has been written and directed by one person the whole time. This is a single creative vision, and I think that that is really incredible. And there's only one other franchise I can think of that even hits that, which is Child's Play. Um, And so I think that, you know, for those reasons, like, yeah, Hell Hell House as a franchise deserves the essentiality. I'll go next. I came into this discussion saying no. I will, I'm going to front load that. I came in going, I don't think so. And the reason for that was while I enjoyed all of these films, I Hell House, the first one to me, is essential. And I fully stand by that statement. Um, my thought process going into this was, I mean, it's it's the, the first film really is the one that kind of sets it up. And, you know, yeah, it's kind of, it's very identifiable as the franchise. Like, I could understand if someone just saw that first one and never saw anything else. Like, oh, that's all that there is for the Hell House. But there's this whole other franchise, other movies after it that exist within its, its lineage. Then we started talking more about this film. Then we started going through three. Then we talked a little bit and kind of wrapped it all up. And I switched my own opinion on this midway through our discussion of this film. I think, yes, it is. And I think what kind of turned me around on it was this series of films is so much better than I think you would ever think it is from the outside looking in. I feel like you see Hell House LLC. I know when you guys told me we were watching that film many, many, many moons ago, I was like, what the fuck am I about to watch? This <laughs> what is this? And I was shocked at how, like, oh, this is amazing. Like, it <laughs> it threw me for a loop. And it, it just, it made me go, huh, there's, there's, just, there's more here than I think. There's more here that I think is good for the wider horror audience as a whole. So, yes. Um... Yeah, no, the first movie alone, I think, makes an essential horror franchise. Uh, the fact of the matter is that this this movie, while the sequels aren't essential, I would say that the franchise as a whole becomes essential because of how they built off the first movie. Um, I think, like, again, it's a horror movie fans horror movie, right? Yeah. From the top to the bottom. Um, it's just like, okay, so here we go. Like, like again, I'm comparing it to Star Wars. Fuck you guys for thinking I'm wrong on that. If you are, I don't think any of you guys would, but fans wise, if you think I'm wrong, you're stupid. Um, this movie does goes, Hey, look, world building. And then boom, 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 more world, more world, more world. And, you know, I think that it, it works really well. And I think ultimately is the most successful a thing can be. So yeah, absolutely. Um, watch all three movies, even though only one of them is technically essential by all of our metrics. 
Um, but hey, speaking of Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, where are your guys' handles? Where can we find you guys? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Corbangerang or at Bolters and Bourbon, where I tweet about, uh, among other things, Star Wars on my main uh, channel. Uh, I love that you use that as the example. I haven't tweeted about Star Wars a little bit, but I've been watching the Clone Wars. um, Which one? The the CGI, the full show. Uh, I have. It's also good, by the way. It's it's amazing. But one of my, you know, little holes as a Star Wars fan, little, depending on who you ask, is that I've never actually watched the Clone Wars all the way through. And so I'm watching it. I'm watching it now all the way through. And so far, it's really great. Um, I love it. It's awesome. More Star Wars is always more better. I felt that way my entire life. And uh, the Clone Wars just came out at at a weird time and I didn't watch it. So catching up on that now. Was that when Um, you were in college? So the yes. f- movie, the premiere movie came out in 2008. So the first couple seasons, high school, then yep. college. So, yep. um, and uh, not to say that the Clone Wars is only for children, but, you know, it's just, you know, that's how it is. Um, and then, uh, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think all Star Wars is primarily for children. Yeah. That's my hot. That's my maybe uh, maybe a hot take, but that's how that I is the most franchise. lukewarm take you've had on the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> you think you think that's my, my most Absolutely. lukewarm take? Yes, I, I think that you should spend more time in Star Wars online fandoms and then say Star Wars They're is for dumb. children first and see how hot that take is because all it's of them are stupid. It, it's, <laughs> listen, listen, as as somebody who has spent as much time in Star Wars fandoms as Corbin has, it's a hot take. And yeah. <laughs> it's weird that me and him are together on that. Uh, it, it, uh, it, sh- it shouldn't be. But it no, is I guess that's and, the way yeah, I'm looking at it. I look at it and go, in fact, nah, it's not hot. <laughs> in fact, in fact, if you were to if you were to be a grass toucher, you would say Corbin absolutely in no way, shape, or form should feel that Star Wars is for children. Uh and I should be and I should be like, I don't even like this anymore because it's for babies. But I fucking love Star Wars. I don't care that it's not for me. It's fun. It's a very nice good versus evil. And Corbin agrees with me because it's for absolutely. babies and he's yeah. got kids. I know what this is about, and I'm here for it. <laughs> oh man uh besides that i have been playing uh harry potter hogwarts legacy and i don't care and it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty fun uh <laughs> i played it for like two hours i like it uh the other day i was gonna play it again but i didn't think i have very long to game and i didn't want to get into like a big session you know so i decided to boot up instead this game i've had from game pass downloaded for a while called uh dice dungeon and um I played that game for like four hours, so that was like <laughs> <laughs> that was so the it turned into a long session. <laughs> I was hooked. It's like it's like a roguelite, but you play you play as a as a a living D six, and it's roguelite. Okay. So you go through a dungeon, getting upgrades along the way, and you roll dice every time, and you modify you your results. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, actually, in fact, I'll say the biggest downside of the whole game is that you don't see the dice get rolled, which really bothers me. Um, but you modify D six with your like it. combat cards, and then you do da- you fight. It's like it's just really fun. <laughs> so. But yeah, at core bangering at Bolters and Bourbon. Thank you. <laughs> you can find me at a seal punter just about anywhere. Uh, where I'm just going to keep my hobby streak alive. I've been going strong. I'll be on day 15 or 16 today, 
I think. I'm going to paint some boys after the podcast. I got, I got two Marines to paint. Um, found out that I've been an idiot with my painting uh, because I should have been painting by numbers instead of doing the method I have been because uh, they turned out so much better. It's not even funny. Um, but yeah, that's that's been it. I also picked up Hogwarts Legacy, played it for a bit. Uh, it's it's what I wanted when I... It's what my imagination thought Chamber of Secrets was when, when I was playing that on the PS1 when I was 10 <laughs> years old, um, which is great. I love it. Uh, also got Dead Space remake. That game is so astoundingly good still. Like, it's, it's just... It might be the perfect survival horror experience. It really might be. That or Resident Evil 4 to me are just... And we get the remake of that in like two months. Um, Cannot win. <laughs> I, it's such a good time to enjoy horror media in general. We've got a lot of great stuff coming out. And it, it's been great. But yeah, a seal punter. Just about anywhere. You can find me at twitch.tv slash the red weenie. Uh, first things first, trans rights are human rights. I'm sure we all agree with each other on that. Yep. That being said, I also <laughs> played a little bit of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, just listen, here's the thing. I'm just to get on my political soapbox for just a second. Um, Harry Potter was a really important part of my life growing up. And I, I really liked the fantasy of the genre, despite the fact that JK Rowling's a turf and, uh, should not be associated with her literary work anymore. That's all I'm going to say on it. Uh, but also yeah, trans rights, all that good shit. Besides that, been playing league, played a little bit of halo with the boys oh, over the weekend. Oh yeah, um, that was a good time. And uh, you know all that good stuff. Re- yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. So you know, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/TheRedWeenie. Feel free to yell at me. I'll defend my points more succinctly there. If you want to yell at me, um, I have thoughts on it. I can have those arguments. I feel really strongly about them, and I I am not uh, I'm not worried about people who are woker than me telling me I'm wrong. I really respect. I'm a progressive and respect human rights, but you know. I like my I like my dumb fantasy shit. Twitch.tv slash the red weenie. Uh yeah. Nice. Uh yeah. And I mean, hey, you can find the podcast uh at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Essential Scares. Yeah. Um, we'd love it if you gave us a follow wherever you'd like to follow things. And in our bi- in the bio for all of our socials is a link to our Discord where we talk every day about movies, music, games, and more, including, of course, horror um if you're interested in any of those things or if you're interested in suggesting a franchise for us to cover in the future hit us up um we are always taking recommendations and we'd love to see what you want us to see um if you liked the show give us a thumbs up a rating a review a subscribe it all helps the show and it all makes us feel really good about still doing the show 83 episodes later it's been an awesome time and uh number go up is really kind of nice um i like number go up (laughs) that concludes our look at the hell house trilogy for now uh i think the fourth one is coming out this year and we'll definitely cover it right away because it's a franchise we have in progress now um thank you so much to alan and bobby for being on the show with me this week and thank you in advance for hosting for me next two weeks i am going on vacation and (laughs) um while i'm gone Alan and Bobby are going to be covering See No Evil, a duology um, of films from the mid-2000s 
and mid WWE <laughs> Studios, we're bringing wrestling to my horror podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure by the time I come back, we'll just be watching Friday Night Raw, and then that will be the whole. It's podcast. Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, and then See, we'll I'm also kidding. watch AEW Dynamite, the other company who is starting <laughs> to wane a little bit. I like them more, but they're starting to wane a little bit. Those are that's a, that's a major oof. Um, but you know, in the meantime, this is still Friday a show. Night Raw. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Corbin, and this has been Essential Scares. Play that intro breakdown, baby. (laughs)